Wanna hear it? Here it goes. Rob, your favorite music. Nod your head. Nod your head. Nod your head. Uh, I'm not giving... We do not own the rights to this music. We do not own the rights to this music, I repeat. We do not own the rights to this music. Born in Trouble, third episode. What's happening, y'all? I'm your illustrious host, Mr. John X. Here with two nice of you to say. Thank you. Thank you. I like to compliment myself. We're going to be talking about narcissism later in the show. But in the interim, <laughs> Mr. Robert Brooks, representing from somewhere down all. in Florida. Absolutely. What part? Absolutely. Uh, where, where am I officially? I think the address here is officially Pinellas Park. Uh, but I'm just outside of Tampa. Don't you, uh, yeah. don't you, doesn't your team like hold it in Bradenton or something or what, what city? Uh, we're in Clearwater. Clearwater. Our, okay. Our training facility is in Clearwater. Um, but because of the, the lockout and all that went on around that, we couldn't book rooms until late. So, um, I'm a little bit further away from the, uh, the park than I normally am. How far of a drive is it? Start? Uh, see first, first spring training game is tomorrow. And then opening day for the season is April 8th. Damn. That's like three weeks. Yeah, I'm about about 16 minutes away from the ballpark. Oh, that's not so bad. It's not uh, so good I don't know either. What it'll be in morning traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just you know I've been doing this for years. I'm used to being 10 minutes tops from the ballpark. So you're not getting the same service that you were getting before. You know, do they know you guys are? I know normally when you go down to spring training, they have everything rolled out for you guys, the red carpet. Well, they know us, but because we couldn't do anything until the lockout ended. Mm-hmm. Like, normally, I'd have booked this hotel room early February, the latest. Like, by, by Valentine's Day, I'd have had all my hotel rooms laid out, whatever. But we couldn't book until after the lockout ended. So we couldn't book, book rooms until last week. So we were competing with the SEC Championship was down here last week. The Valspar Invitational Golf Tournament is just ten, is five miles north of Clearwater this weekend. So all of those things ate up the rooms. And we have deals with hotels, but I'm sure at some point in – late January, early February, they call up and said, hey, you got us sitting on a bunch of empty rooms. We need to release, you know, some of these room blocks so we don't get crushed. Right. So, you know, when it came time for us to book, you get in where you fit in. Well, How long is. you there? Uh, a couple weeks. I think three weeks. So, so now you're bumping up to the end of spring training. Normally, you I'm usually leave the, like I'm a week or two beforehand, end. right? Yeah, I go back and forth, and I try to get out beforehand, but, yeah, right up to the end. Well, Mr. Robert Brooks, the trials and tribulations of a brother with a job. Well, with a good job. We ain't, let's make sure, we ain't, make sure people understand we ain't bitching about it. Oh, no, of course not, bro. Uh, understand. Like, you I don't can't. have any pictures of any white men over the top of your bed this time, so I like that. I think that's an improvement right there. Yeah, well, no I Thomas they, Jefferson. They, they, they've, gone, they've decided to go. Let's see if I can turn this around and even. Check this out. They've gone for the geometric patterns here. Oh, okay. All right. For those of you at home, uh, there's one that uh, is sort of rainbow-hued. It almost looks like a an old television test pattern. Mm. Uh, and then one with some spherical uh, and lots of triangles, ver- var- various sizes and shapes of triangles. Nice. Parallelograms and things like that. And then the chevron pattern. It's multicolored. But, uh, the Florida art scene. Mr. Robert Brooks. There you go. I'm on top of everything. I'm covering everything. That's it. And right, everybody... outside, right outside Ebor. There you go. Well, Ebor. Ebor is a great place to party, Matt. 
We're going to get back to that hey, one. I hear crazy now. We're going to get back to that one. And from the A right now, Mr. Dub K himself, Mr. Gene Hopkins. Yay, yay. Everybody's traveling, traveling. We got Cali in Atlanta. We got Atlanta. We got Cali in Atlanta. We got Atlanta in, I don't know, Atlanta's everywhere because it's all black people. So black people are everywhere. So, but how you doing tonight, Gene? How you doing tonight, Gene? I'm doing good, man. Yo, man. Yesterday I found this place, man, that, that does turkey legs. It is. It was Disney incredible. World. <laughs> no, man. These two sisters started this restaurant south of Atlanta. This little, this little hut, you know, or whatever, where you could walk in, get your order, and get out. But man, I'm talking about. That's probably one of the. I mean, they. They're not very many good places on the south side. Mm-hmm. If it ain't, you know, chicken and grits, I guess, shit, or some shit like that. You know, ain't no sushi down here. That's uh, for sure. But but uh, but this one place ain't far. And, man, I can eat that turkey every day. There's no doubt about it. I can eat that turkey every day. That's what's up. I saw you actually they throw up. I, mean, I actually you know, saw you throw that ad up. I knew it had smoke. to be good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when your fingers smell smoke. Yeah. Because, you, because, because, because the turkey smoke. Mm. Shit. <laughs> you gotta buy an egg for that. Gene, you throwing up ads on Facebook for them unsolicited? That must be some yeah, good I turkey. I found out it was two sisters. I found out it was two sisters. That's what's yeah, they up. Got hats off. If you got a good product, you're a black person, I'm there. That's I'm, what's I'm, up. I'm spend my bread, you know? I'm gonna give you more props for that. Give you even more props for that. That's what's up. So, what's going on in Ebor? Why is that? Why is that such a hot place? In Ebor is like the uh, Ebor City in Tampa is sort of their their party quadrant. So I mean, you know, like South Street in Philadelphia, okay. um, you know, the French Quarter in New Orleans, like that's there. It's where all the old tobacco factories were. And okay. so they have clubs. The first time I went to a club in Ebor was probably twenty five years ago, and I was you. I walked into this club, and the outer ring was sort of there's no roof on the top. Okay. So if you went to the center of the club, it was open air. But there was a couple levels to it, so around the edges, you know, there was covering. But out in the middle, it was like an open courtyard. And folks was getting it in. Really? I, 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 pink, I am, to- I am, pink toes everywhere, boy. I'm ashamed to say that I, uh, that I probably should not have been driving home from that place. But, but you did. the sights... And the uh, between the sights and the sounds and the taste, the sights and the whites, got to be a little, got to be a little bit. <laughs> and there we go, starting it off. Ford in trouble. Third episode, y'all. No Grant Lancaster tonight. We'd like to wish his mom a happy birthday because, like you know, the fact that y'all's moms are still here, which is a great thing. I don't have mine. My birthday passed a couple of weeks ago, but. You know, happy birthday, Miss Lancaster. There you go. You know, enjoy it. Enjoy it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little distraught at this moment. My boys, uh, Kentucky Wildcats, just went to overtime with St. Peter's. Like, really? Mm. That was number yeah. one? Thanks, Is it 116 or 215? 215. Uh. I know nothing about college basketball anymore. I don't watch. I only watch the pros right now, which is weird because I used to only watch pros. anymore. You know, yeah, I can't do one this year. Well, what was you got to research for? If I was you, I'd do a bracket every year because I have, I would have a general knowledge. 
But man, with no knowledge, you have to research. I can't just do a bracket guessing. What is that? Uh, I mean, you know, I, you know, I will I tell you that, that most years, the people who win, like we have, you know, uh, for personal pride and bragging rights, we have a couple of different pools going around the office usually. And I would say eight out of 10 years, the winner is somebody who has no effing clue what's going on. Mm. My man's my man's longtime girlfriend won one year and literally she picked it Damn. on. Oh, I like their uniforms better. We'll go with them. Really? Well, sometimes that and, it happen. in that tournament, though, even if you know what's going on, a lot of times you don't know what's going on. That's a great thing about the yeah, college tournament. 22 year old kids like you don't know who had a bad day, who didn't follow the rules last night. And now he's got a choke like, in the lights. Yeah. yeah. In the lights at the time, you know, under pressure. Who's going to step up? Who's going to turn into Superman in the lights? And you didn't even know they were Superman until the lights came on. Yeah. You know, All the that state stuff university, that... the state university of New Jersey, uh, known to the rest of the world as Rutgers lost last night in uh double overtime. Mm-hmm. And they had some dude who thought that he was, uh, that he'd, that the Cape had suddenly appeared out the back of his Jersey. Mm. And he uh, severely let his team down because he was not Superman. Mm. Well, he oh, tried to be. He dribbled. He he dribbled the clock out like he was going to put that thing on the floor. Mm. Like he was going to drop his trousers and it was going to beat the floor. Damn, and, and he that lost. Thing slanged off the rim. Well, you know what? That's oh, that's yeah. part of being eighteen and being overconfident. The underserved community, which is the NCAA women's bracket of the tournament, where we were first intro- introduced to one Brittany Griner. Six foot seven center who dunked the basketball, which was what gave her attention. But there's a lot more to her game than that. And unfortunately, she's been detained in Russia for the last month. She's um, she last played in January 29th and she was arrested while returning to Russia after a two week sabbatical. For her team, they had went on a two week international tour trip, whatever it was. They were coming back to Russia and the authorities arrested her right before they decided to invade Ukraine. So that was on February 17th when she was actually arrested. So now she's been detained for at least a month now. It's been a little bit more. And the claim is that she was carrying a vape pen with hashish oil. Now, I guess when she was going out of the country, her best bet probably would have been to stay out of the country at that point, which is, to me, it seems as if nothing was related to her, that there was anything wrong upon her return to the country. And the family and have been taking the tact of trying to publicize and say less because she is in their custody at this point in time. And media hasn't been covering the story so much. And so it, it makes you wonder, are they not covering it because she's not as important? Or is it basically to benefit at the family's wishes and an attempt to make sure that she stays free? What do you think? Uh, I feel like she's a political prisoner. And while she is a you know, popular basketball player, they didn't realize how little impact women's basketball has here in the States. Mm. Like they probably thought they were getting a bigger fish and that there would be a bigger stir about it. It's unfortunate because she should have heeded the warnings from the state department and stayed out of Russia. But well, you know, when you make four times, she's actually making four times her WNBA salary for that season. She makes over a million dollars in Russia for that year. So there's a level of comfort. 
WNBA players make more overseas than they do playing in the WNBA. Right. Yeah, because very they never the WNBA. They never had a slave population dancing for them, so they pay more. <laughs> I'm not going to give you applause for that one, but it was funny. Well, you know, our country is used to it. They pay more and shit. Like, yeah, look, we need some nigs and jigs over here. Come on, shit. We're going to pay you top dollar. We know how y'all get treated in America. Well, that goes back to the days of Josephine Baker in Europe and France, where she became a megastar. Whereas in the United States of America, she had to sit on the back of the bus. If she were to travel and they wouldn't even allow her to play in a lot of places here, a lot of the ballrooms in New York City. So there is a precedent for that. But how does it feel to be Brentley Griner? And, you know, we were actually going to have Chancellor come on the show for this, but he's out there running around still. So he didn't make it. He didn't make it because I wanted to get his opinion, being that he's the only person that I know that's ever been incarcerated overseas in a real country. I'm not counting Canada. I know some brothers who went to Toronto and turned up and ended up spending a night or two there, but that was just, that's Canada. It's like the U.S. light at that point in time. But being in Ukraine and being in Russia, really, they're holding her. And I think you're right, Rob. They really didn't see, they didn't really think it through. What is the, what's the point in holding this, holding Brittany Griner? You're not going to get a whole bunch of... um, you know, there, there, there's the point that they're making that they're going, you know, that they can do what they want to us, whatever. You know, they, they pulled an American. They're letting us know that there's a certain level of hostility in the air. Should you be thinking about retaliating on the behalf of the Ukraine? We don't like your ass. We don't really respect you. Well, we'll that, do whatever we want. That makes me wonder, have they been watching some of these trials in the, U- in the United States where they're trying to hold uh, white people accountable for violence against black people? Because then they might understand that there's not really much of a value play in that whole play. It's not as if these people have are exactly um, like they value her. Let's just call it what it is. Do they really does America really care about Brittany Griner? And what kind of disturbs me is that it's not Brittany Griner specifically, but anybody who looks like Brittany Griner. Right. What can this was if this was Rebecca Lobo? Would it be a different would there be different energy around it? Definitely. Bird. Would there be different energy around it? And I feel like there would be. I can you agree know? with. But him. even then, it wouldn't be too much. Like it wouldn't be. It would be more, but it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be like the hell. You know, if they took um, Michael Jordan, you know, or even somebody lower level than Michael Jordan, but they took one. Of, like it would be big, but it wouldn't be. You know, it wouldn't like if they took Sue Bird or somebody. It wouldn't reach that level, still, because it's still women's basketball. But. Putting her picture on newspapers and everything would get people rallied up. Gene, you want to say something? Yeah, she's a semi-American, like like us, you know. Mm. <laughs> when, the shit, when the shit hits the fan, yeah, you just a semi-American, you know. I mean, you know, you get shuffled, priorities get shuffled back. Now, if you have the soldier tag on you, then you know that elevates your status for political reasons, of course. Mm. But if you're not a soldier. You're a black civilian with dreadlocks out of America? Mm. Yeah, no, nah, they ain't kind of, ain't no they ain't storming the beaches of Normandy for your ass. Mm, that's the truth. At all, you know, uh, unless the public demands it. 
The one thing they can't quell these days, you see these news stories are following the social media stories. So if the public rears up with all this so- social media activity, if Hollywood got behind her or something like that, and this and that, what it tells me is a couple of things. She f- focused on her money. She gets it here. She gets it there. She's had a couple incidences that I don't even remember the content of in the media and everything else. So she's not the she's not the she's not the ball player. And I'm not no pun, but I'm talking about corporate ball player that that many of our other athletes are black athletes are. And so what it tells me all this says says one thing, if not any, is that she doesn't have a very huge support cast. Well, I think that I I think what you talk about in the past is I think I had seen something years ago about domestic violence with the spouse, and that's like never that's never popular. But we're we're not trying to. But definitely, we're not going to try to like throw things on her. That's another thing. That's another thing. She's not only a black woman; she's a gay black woman. LGBTQ, and that's the that's what I. That's it. Where they at? Where they at? You know what I'm saying? But. The thing is, the black community will really rally behind people where the perception is they've looked out for the black community. That they're popular with the black community. They're loved by the black community. Right. You know, uh, and the black community will raise up. But the black community don't even raise up for maybes unless it's, you know, somebody that they call extremists or some type of activist or something. So it just tells me it seems like she doesn't have a huge supporting cast. And then you couple that with our country's historical uh, rebuke Mm. (laughs) for for black people anyway, you know. So uh, uh, and it's a bad situation. And I'm pretty sure she's I'm pretty sure things she's honing in on some hardcore truths right now in her time well I w- uh, you know i want to continue with this but before we do i want to have a 10 second moment of silence because the reason why i want to have the moment of silence it's for um it's for the community in general because the point is actually i had a very funny joke i had just sparked that up so it's fast acting gene it's actually very fast acting. That was my first. It's my first you know, which, pull. And I forgot which strain, it completely. Which strain was it? Um, I believe it is that. Uh, what? It's not the G- GCB. It's that extra. The something special. I I forget. You know, that's it. It's had me on a different. It's had me on a different time frame. I'll be up till three oh, o'clock this man, morning. You got some of that. You talking about the fritter? Oh yeah, the fritter. Of, yeah, I got fritter the fritter. Kill for sure. Bro. Oh my god. I can't. I can't. I for a week or so. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. It's like it's it's making me respond differently and change my schedule and change my ways. So I kind of have to. Oh, I, oh, I have I to do. give thanks because I can't. E- you can't even cheat with this stuff because, as you can see, it's like a three second hit. It's like a three second hit. That was it's literally gone. my first hit Enjoy all it. day. That was literally my first hit all day as we're doing this show. I'm relaxing, and I had a good joke lined up, and I'm sorry. Just All right, so we're going to take 10 seconds to insert laugh here. (laughs) 
that was some fun. Oh, yeah, 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 that was good. So, so 10 uh, seconds for the laugh and then 10 seconds for the moment of silence? Yeah, that's it, that's it. What was so, the moment of silence for? I don't know. I forgot all about it. Maybe I remember the joke. But the problem is, when you're talking about, when you're talking about, I thought that this, it was an interesting play by Putin to even go in there and make that move because he's got a history with the LGBTQ. I, he's not using those letters in his country. He's calling them a whole bunch of other different things and he's thrown them in jail. He doesn't believe in it. It's like one of those strict, it's one of these strict things that he's sincerely, sincerely against. And I thought it was an interesting play that he would take such a low profile target. He might as well just let Brittany go because there's no wins there. There's no, there's no wins there. I don't. But then again, there's no wins in Ukraine, and he's still there. So, makes you wonder what the fuck is going on in his mind. Nah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, man. You know, it's uh, as crazy as history is and everything else. Sometimes I think (sighs) I don't think we can prevent from getting dragged into this somehow. If we start supplying weapons to Ukraine, that's just down the street from being in the war ourselves. If Ukraine start, if it becomes effective for Ukraine. Right. And so, and the thing is, is that, you know, I'm kind of confused. I'm kind of confused anyway, because I've always had the perception that Russia, like us, had capabilities of smashing. But the news reports are that Ukraine's is is toe to toe, you know, and dealing some blows themselves. And ah, but I, I can see a slip up. I can see something foolish. I mean, it's shit, you know. And Brittany Garner, not her, but somebody else that that puts a spark out there or something that I don't know. But I'm gonna tell you right now, man. I will until they come and put me to sleep i'm gonna be an activist i'm gonna be screaming from the mountaintops man black people please don't get in this goddamn war mm. well black tr- americans don't wanna, you know well, well the truth is the truth is and we're seeing, yeah we're seeing it in ukraine like as far as like the russian army is concerned the cold war ended in what 1980 what year was it rob that the that the wall came the down wall came down yeah like 85 uh, 86 that was 89 or 90 89 89 89 okay i was over in germany when it happened okay yeah. so it, over there when it happened. so it went down in 89 and that was effectively the end of the cold war and one of the reasons why the russians ended it is because their economy was suffering because of the arms race and keeping up with getting bigger and better munitions every year was was too it was too costly for them. So they dropped out of the arms race. But the United States, we've got this great big budget. We never stopped. So we've got technology and things. We're selling technology to other countries that are two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight generations weaker than the stuff that our government, that our army actually has to use. So it's not a competition. The only thing that Russia has is they have nuclear weapons. And that's the, that's the only scary part about the Russian army is because they can, they can literally set it off. And even if you have a situation, even if you have a situation where you can, we've got these defense systems where we can knock out like nine out of 10 missiles. That 10th one is a motherfucker. 
You know, so see what happened in Nagasaki and Hiroshima shit. Yeah. And that's real. That's real life. So that's what we have to do. So it's like Putin is just (laughs) Putin is just going through these things. He's just doing all this crazy stuff that really has no rhyme and no reason. I can't see how anybody can say any of this is political and you can't just see that you're dealing with someone who is kind of mad and he's on his own program. He really is on his own program. And why anybody would say that they would, that like, you know, try to, <sighs> I don't even want to bring them hey, into I, it. Hey, look. You, I don't want to bring them into it. You know, the other it. time we were, one other time we were discussing uh, Putin a few few shows back, I was talking about some, some stuff that I thought was ridiculous on the news. And then somebody, and then I don't know if it was a meme or something that drove it home when they said, okay, so. We can say that there's weapons of mass destruction in the country. Go over there, kill its leader, declare war on it, this and that. For, for high, there was no ever, no weapons of mass destruction, but we all up in arms. Talk <laughs> us how yeah. dare they interfere, invade an innocent country like Ukraine? You know, <laughs> shit. I mean, it's such a double standard. Yeah, how dare they invade a white country? Well, because I mean, how da- other- yeah, uh, how dare they say that we don't have money to fix the water in Flint, Michigan? We don't have money to give everybody universal health care. But oh, we'll give thirteen billion dollars in aid to the Ukraine. Oh yeah, eight hundred million here, nine hundred million of this. You know, we rock, we yeah. have a double standard all across the board. The whole world, it's the whole world is all about these double standards. One of the reasons why we've been infiltrated at such a level by a lot of Russians is because it doesn't involve us. Like Gene said, it doesn't involve us. Don't go over there. You know, don't go over there and fight for it. It doesn't involve us. You had that Russian spy lady who was going down and she was well known at all the gun shows in the Bible Belt and in the Sun Belt. And she, at Carino, whatever her name was, and they just, they took away her citizenship and they kicked her out of the country. But one of Putin's arguments and his positions is that it's forget about this diversity stuff. We are like us. We are all from the same caucus, uh, white Anglo thing, and we don't want to make these things happen. So it's like, you've got all these little minor wars there. And at the same time, you've got this place where they're trying to bond, which is really a sick place. If you think about it, it's really just sick. It doesn't serve any purpose. It's not anything good for anyone in the world. And the world just goes on. So it makes you like, think about those movies when they just say that some people just want to see the world burn. They're just never going to be happy. They don't want to, they don't want peace. Peace is not like where they, where they rest, where they are. It's not going to be something that makes them happy. People like the vision. Yeah, never, yeah well, well, you know, I guess the best way to explain it is with our history, that's what we're about. We're about war. We're about taking. We, we mask it as defending, but we are actually about taking. We took the land that we call our country right now. I mean, it's after we, that, we everything Indian, else. We, draw, we drove the natives else, off the land. Yeah. It's par for the course. War is par. That's how we've operated. Defense budget, contracts, 
it's what line pockets and if you want pockets you, over and over again. If you want to tell the truth, it's what keeps the U.S. dollar strong. It's the one thing that keeps yeah. the U.S. dollar strong. We can't stop that and and do something different. But it's funny. I had a I had a conversation with the brother that um, we know, Kevy Kev, online yesterday, and we were talking about. He always sends me these funny memes with different stuff. Sometimes they're really Who's dirty. Um, Kev from CI. He's always sending me these funny memes. Sometimes they're really dirty. Sometimes they're really like ridiculously funny. So he sends me this meme sometimes with the. Both. Yeah, sometimes both. So he sends me this meme with this guy, and he's um, bagging up gasoline with his dog, like a drug dealer. Like you're bagging up chums, except for it's gas and plastic and everything, and that's things. So we get into this conversation about the prices of gas right now and things that are going on and. You know, his son, congratulations, he got a great assignment. I'm not going to say anything more because we don't want the man, those powers that be, to hunt him down and to knock him out of that spot just because he (laughs) happens to. Yeah, we do believe in conspiracies to a certain extent. So, but we're having a conversation about the gas prices and the money and and how inflation is so crazy. And I'm like, look, anybody who says anything political about this shit is really stupid. This is the same pattern we've been going through since we were little kids. Republicans come in. That's the guys. They're Republicans, quote unquote, right? They spend all this money and all these rich people get money, whether they're Democrats or Republicans. They make a whole bunch of money and they know that if there's anything you want to get away with, you get away with it now. And then after they've gone too far, they elect a Democrat. And then the Democrat's job is to basically clean up the mess, keep it calm, but don't do too much. Don't give too much to these people. Don't start changing stuff. Don't do different stuff and everything. Play your position and you'll be fine. And then it goes back. It swings back the other way. Okay, it's time to spend this money. And we spend the money and they spend all that money. And it's cyclical. The only thing political about that is the title of the people, because they're all working together towards that end. There's not one group that's working against the other group. It's not this fantasy thing where all these people are, where like one side is making it horrible and the other side is making it like better. It's the same fucking side. They're the same people. it's It's all the same paradigm. Like they're both working within the same model. So you can only go, but so far, like everybody, whether you're an R or you're a D... You're only cutting the defense spending with so much. You may say that you're about health care or whatever, but you're only going so far, you know? And you know, you know, they are, everybody, man, everybody, whew, boy, everybody, few exceptions, the majority, 99% of U.S. citizens represent the same religion. What religion? Capitalism. Capitalism. Yes. And that's, that's who our leaders have always served. They've served the, the fundamentals of that religion. So everything is about the dollar. And so that's why everything is smoke and mirrors. That's why everything is cyclical, as you say, because it's always about the dollars. I don't understand you, how ri- you, take, you have 250 years of getting rich. It's not enough. So here's the so here's the continuation of the conversation because we're talking about exactly that capitalism because that's what it's all about it's all about capitalism the big c word okay so 
He's like, well, you know, you can complain all you want. Gas is still they're still going to break your shoes. They're still going to break your shoes on taxes. They're still going to break your shoes on everything that's relevant and everything. And it's not going to change. And I'm like, nah, well, that's where you're wrong. Because every great civilization has thought that it was not going to change. And every great civilization is always keeping their eye on one thing. In this case, it's like the black community, the Latin community, the poor communities, making sure that these guys don't come up unattached, unencumbered, without principles. Hell, even to the point where the system now, they've got the educational system now set up to weed these kids out by the time they get into fourth grade. Fourth grade is like the pivotal time. And to have that conversation, we would have to have someone who's better versed in education than me on. But when it was broken down, I had this conversation first thing in the morning at my client's house out in Queens today. And it was just like, even for me, it was like kind of, it was like, you know, because then you see it. But eventually what happens is that these things always change. And it's never, it never comes from a place where people think it's going to come from. It never does. It's always something different. So I don't, I think that there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of arrogance going on with the top of the world. And it's not really about money right now. It's really more about keeping power. These people are afraid of losing power. That is basically what it is. They were scared shitless at having to share some restaurants with people. They didn't want that. So now they're just like, they're making sure that that shit never happens again. All this stuff never happens again, but they're making mistakes. Because your people are the only thing that keeps it going. So it's like, I think AI might be the thing that actually takes us all down. I really do. AI technology is scary. I was, I was reading something the other day, and you, know, you can tell me how you, how you feel about this, but the guy who claims that one of the Rockefellers clued him in um, to, to some game in that the feminist movement was funded heavily by the Rockefeller Foundation. And the reason they did that is because, one, you could tax the other half of the population. At that point in time, basically, you know, women were not in the workforce, so half the population was not getting taxed. Mm. So you put them into the workforce, you can now tax them, and two, you get them out of the home and you disrupt the family structure. You get the kids into school, because school is an early 1900s, late, late 1800s, early 1900s creation. You get the kids in the school where you can indoctrinate them to make the machine parts and separate the family and sort of take away the foundation of the society. And I think we see that actually as a, we've actually see, seen it come into play. Like we, we talk about, this is not even a conspiracy theory. This is like really, these are like really discussing things that have actually happened and that actually happen every year. But it's all hidden behind these messages and these groups that you get behind. You can't go to a you can't go to a democratic um, fundraiser and have conversations about free market, honestly, and everything and what it should be and how it should work without stepping on some people's toes somewhere along the line, thinking that it's not fair. This whole theory of fairness is like it's like off. Fair used to be. Let me get 30-minute lunch and two 15-minute breaks during the course of a day. People didn't have that. That wasn't something that was like, that wasn't to, these people, you look at Amazon. Amazon has actually turned the clock back. 
They're using 1930s, 1920s, 1930s, hey, be happy you have a job type of philosophies. And they're rolling those things out. We've actually rolled backwards. And we've rolled backwards with very little pushback. Because half well, of the country says, Ronnie. huh? Yeah, boy Ronnie, boy yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie Reagan. You Ron. Ronnie Reagan. You Ron. Right. But the pushback, but the pushback is comes the pushback with people talking about those Amazon jobs comes more from people who say, well, you should get a better job. Your grandfather actually fought or was going through a situation like that 100 years ago, 70 years ago, and now your generation is saying you should have got a better job. I don't think Mima and Gpa would be happy with that. They always say that, you know, when you talk about wealth in families, you know, first generation earns it, second generation grows it, third generation, they squander it. Same might be true for rights, too, rights and privileges. You know, grandparents fought for it, parents tried to extend it, and now we're giving it all back. We are giving it all back. We're giving it all back because we're going too, we're going too far with some of the demands. We're not demanding people get better. We're demanding systems get better. And the systems have only gotten progressively worse. And they do it in such ways that, you know, they have the money and the time to study you. It's a corporation's job to understand how you might react. That's how they sell you things. So general population is overmatched. As soon as we walk in, general population, they they can be billions of people. We still Rocky out in this motherfucker. We're not even really rock. We're Rocky, and we're Rocky in the original Rocky. When the first scene comes in, and he gets knocked the fuck out, that's a we're Rocky. That Rocky. So they got us, and they hooked us with convenience. Um, but I know there's a company Nielsen. They do television and um, radio ratings. That's what most people know them for. But they also do all types of quantitative audience analysis. So one of the things they did a couple of years ago when they switched how radio ratings were measured, they put this, they embedded this tone in every audio signal, in radio and television. And so people wear this thing called the people meter. You walk around with this thing on your belt. It looks like a beeper and it picks up this tone. Like the tone goes like every 15 seconds to identify what the, the ambient audio in your space is. And so places like Target use that. Because they want to see how people move around the store, how much time they spend in each section of the store, where they go, how do they move from here to there. Like Casinos. They're, they're, casino, they're studying you in ways that you can't even imagine. Like They want to know everything about you, how you move, how you, what, how you think. Like They're analyzing all of that. So a lot of times, we're in, one, we're in a game that we don't understand, and two, you know, we're, we're wrestling Gracie Jiu-Jitsu and all we know is, you know, two boxing moves that we learned, you know. <laughs> you know that's, 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 that's it. Stop the hands. Right, right, right. 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 Yeah, so yeah, exactly. We can end up in the corner like a pretzel. Right. <laughs> Pretzels. Yeah. No, you know, it's, it's always appeared. The math always has told me. I mean, unless somebody tells me something I'm not thinking of, the math always points to zero something. People call that pessimism, doom, gloom, and everything else. I don't. I really don't feel like it is. It's not something that I hope for. It's that if I was to consider myself an intelligent person and to figure out, you know, what pattern we're more likely to achieve, 
God damn, man. I mean, it, it, it's all obvious to me. I mean, it's obvious that they want to squeeze everything out. And I don't even think, I don't know if they anticipate study or even care about the results. Like when you think of Book of Eli, that type of atmosphere or vision or any type of apocalyptic vision and this and that. If I had to guess, I would think, look, they've always felt like they were going to be all right, had golden parachutes, platinum parachutes and everything else. And so I think in their minds, there has to be a reset in order to get rid of the stuff that is displeasing to them. You know, when I say in general terms, they, this, with people in power, systems in power, the status quo from inception until now that has always yielded results here and uh, these results here and these results here, it all appears to be zero sum. Unless somebody, that's why, I, that's the only reason I dig prophecies because they have some little pot of gold in them. Because the math doesn't tell me intelligently that there's a pot of gold anywhere. It's a bunch of just crazy people grabbing for their money, saying they love this person. One out of a thousand might lay their life down for their brother or their, 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 their fellow human or something. But everybody walks around as if they're about that life. And at the end of the day, it's like a, a bunch of scared slaves that just try to grab what they can, move up in different institutions that they can, fool themselves by thinking, oh, I'm a... I'm going to cause change through infiltration. Yeah, maybe if you just spooked this out by the door, but if it ain't that kind of change or that type of revolt, then what change are you going to cause? You know what, you know, into this system and stuff. So it's, uh, these are like some exciting times to me because all the prophecies and stuff that time out 2022 and, uh, you know, I think evolution has us to a point where something has got to give. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. It's almost like we know what you've done. Right. We know what is going on now. We can add it up. We know that you're showing all these Goddamn news stories about these fucking or these freaking Ukrainian refugees and this and that. God bless their heart and stuff. But when them Haitians was at the border, y'all motherfuckers was trying to shoot them. Yeah. Roping them up. How about that? Roping them. To send them back. You know, it just it blows me, man. It's like, come on, man. It's in your face now. Like, yeah. I don't see. Tell you what you want to hear, but we're gonna show you how racist we are, and you ain't gonna say shit about it. I don't see how those actions like really rate spiritually, if like how they can actually do that. But that's a another that's another conversation completely and totally. But you covered some you covered some pretty good things there, some pretty deep thoughts about what's going on with the world, and I think that the fascination that people generally have with reality television. And a lot of these things, the real housewives of wherever the fuck you are, 
Um, I've been watching a show called um, Below Deck, which basically is like, it kind of is an oxymoron of the world. It's like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is really a good deep show. Because like the people that are actually on the boat serving the really rich people that are chartering these boats and giving them between 18000 and 30000 in tips for basically what is a five-day joint on a yacht, they are all in a different place than most people. None of those people on that show are poor, Was ba- is basically my point. None of them are poor, but you've got the really, really rich people treating the moderately, uh, you know, somewhat, I guess people that make like six figures a year, you can probably say, treating those people, even getting on that show, it allows you to make six figures a year. But the only way you can do that is that you have to be subservient. And then when I watch the dynamic of the show, you've got some people that are actually working on the boat, and you can see that their goal is within two, three, four, five years is to be the people on the boat in one way or another. So that's what the aspiration is. And that feeds into what you just said, Gene, just really trying to climb up this ladder and show that you can show no waves. doesn't require for you to do anything other than be pretty and subservient. So the message is be pretty and subservient. Respect the money. Respect the bag. That's what it is. And that's what we adopt in our community. We've adopted a respect the bag type of philosophy. We're supposed to respect the athlete that comes out of our neighborhood and makes money, and they don't come back and give it. And one thing I saw interesting about J.R. Smith this week, he was like, man, with the money that I spent, you know how many people I could have fed in my community with the money that I spent during my career doing dumb stuff and everything? If I knew better, I'd do better, was essentially what he was saying in synopsis. Because he realized that he had an opportunity. He did feed a lot of people because he he didn't put his money. One of the complaints about modern capitalists is that the rich take money out of the system. You get money and you put money back into the system. You're buying, whether you're buying property, whether you're buying clothing, whatever. Like we we chase material things. But the people who were in the the top 5%, they take that money and it goes into the markets. Right. You know. It's going into other things. That money's not circulating through the community. J.R. Smith circulated his money through the community. I'm sure his, I'm sure his weed man or his buddy's weed man did really well. I'm sure the girls the, at Magic the City, the, local bar, the girls at Magic artists. City, the girls at Sue's Rendezvous, City did great like you know Spearmint Rhino. Yeah, he, they, they all did really well. They 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 got summer houses because J.R. rolled through. He, yeah, he can he but can he did, he did redistribute his money, but he could have focused that. He could have done it with intention and focused it, shined a light on some people and maybe help bring them up instead of helping people just chase the dollar. Because, I mean, that's what you're doing. You're just helping people who are just chasing dollars. Well, you know, they're, they're on the wheel. The thing I've come to this week was that I, I feel like change requires a consensus. Even small change requires a consensus. And that's a point where we're not at. And that's really what the memes are about that's really what the television is about trying to keep us away from a consensus it requires a respect and an understanding that you're not going to agree on everything and because you don't agree on everything you don't you don't really think that like we said see that the rich people have really figured it out whether they're democrats or republicans they figured it out that they're at least you're one of us 
So that's what really matters. And they know if they do certain things, if like Republicans, they may, some some Republicans may feel like, I'm going to give an example. They may do something that's really egregious and everything, but they know that the rich Democrats are going to eventually acquiesce because if they don't, it will cost them too much money and vice versa. That's the way the yeah. shit works. Two bird, two wings of the same bird. Of the and same bird. And, and you could just, and it, it, it doesn't, you can't say that enough. It really does not matter. They both stand for something that no one talks about. Right. And I think they it's, both stand, you know, it, it has to do with power, capitalism and everything else. When I say talks about in details, right. why this person wants this to go, right. what's in it for him, what's his play on the chess move or this and that. All, but what comes out their mouth on that question is the people, the people, constituents, constituents, help, help, humanitarian, humanitarian. That's what comes out their mouth every time. But we know it's bullshit. Right. No, we want to know the whiffle. What's right. in it for you, goddammit? You know, and, and we want to we want to know all those things. And then there'll be that's true transparency. But it's not. It's a, it's a farce. It's a. It's a circus, and they they yeah. show after it. You know, it's 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 anything except for uh, a government that loves its citizens. Yeah, that's, the, that's but, the reality. Listen, this is like before the record moment. So, for the record, no matter who, whether you support like one party or the other party, and everything, you don't have to send me stuff. You don't have to send me stuff. Um, trying to find out what my position is on any one of these things, I'm for whatever is the morally right thing whether it be on the right side or whether it be on the left side. And that's basically what it is. And when you, when you ask me and people say like, you know, Oh, well you're a this or you're a that, you know, uh, I, I lean one way because I, I vote my safety and everything. That's just the, that's just the bottom line. I vote my safety. But beyond that, I'm not standing for Joe Biden. I'm not standing for Kamala Harris. I'm not standing for George Bush. I'm not standing for none of these people. My real question is, whenever you ask me this, is why are you standing for someone? Why? Like, why there's, are you? Why? There, there, like, do you realize person, how dumb you there's are? There's one person who's glad all this shit is going on, and that's Kamala Harris. <laughs> Kamala Harris. Mm. She is not in the bullseye on anybody. <laughs> no. There's so much shit going on around her. She could just be quiet and. It's almost like that show Veep, man. I'm talking about there are striking similarities to that fucking show and what really goes on, man. That's a damn shame. What it is is it's about you as a humanitarian. If you want to stop, like they just had this thing I saw today. They caught child traffickers over at Disney. Big surprise. And a shocking development. Shocking and a shocking development. A pedophile much, much ring. Like Bonnie and Clyde robbed banks because that's where the money was. That, right, exactly. That was great police work where they came up. If they were just to keep that up, I think they got five of them. I think they got four or five people. And I, I didn't see the pictures of them, but it sounded like they were racially diverse. So the way I look at it is that they found the time to find uh, a nice segment of pedophiles to actually give up and everything one at a time. I If you were to actually do that for another 50, 100 years, you could probably knock out 0.0000001% of child traffickers. Good job. Because there, you just want to selectively find these people. You don't want the people. You want the people to fit a narrative. 
If you want to know how it, how they found it, they asked like probably Joe, who's maybe a sergeant or a lieutenant somewhere. Hey, I need you to track down your cousin. I mean, you know what I mean. Give me somebody. And that's what they gave up. These are the people that they gave up and they found like four or five Disney employees. So they got those four or five people out of Disney. It's now safe for your kids. It's still the most magical place. It's still ex- and it's still the most expensive fucking magical place on earth too. Ooh. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> man, you you need money there. Mm. It is. Uh, were we doing podcasts when I took my grandkids to Disney? No, I don't think so. It was within a year. Yeah, it was. It was, was it? Uh, last July. I think you took off. You took off or when you, yeah. My, I remember, I'll never forget the time that we did the, we went to the music convention in Disney. They moved Jack the Rabbit down to visit Disney for one year. And we walked in the, we walked in the lobby and I traveled with a group who shall not be named. I mentioned them before. I still hate all of them except for one of them. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, fucking open up those doors. Nothing but weed smoke. Funny as hell. You know what I'm saying? You had families that had booked their vacations, were not aware of what was going on with this Jack the Rapper convention. The whole place was like security was there. They didn't know whether to arrest anyone or just to ask for a hit. So, of course, they just asked for a hit. The whole place was just overrun. And I would love to see that hotel today because I don't think that they could have ever possibly cleaned it up after what happened during that convention. It was in Florida. No, it was at Disney, bro. Uh was at yeah, Disney. Yeah, they got one in Cali, too. Yeah. You, you talked the one in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Jack the Rapper Convention. It was yeah. so much. The world, not the land. It was wild. It was wild. Okay, yeah, yeah. Was yeah, those wild. people must have, because that's not on the brand for Disney. That's not what people are supposed to experience when they go to Disney. You're supposed to be able to at just all. let your kids go. and. <sighs> it was it, it yeah. was so terrible. It was like seeing the terrified look on the couple, the family that was like checking into the hotel at that time. It was like, I know they had to, it was just like the whole, everybody in the lobby was looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing? There's nothing, nothing more beautiful to me. Self, self gratifying. than for me to just really give funky, blow a stick, right? Right from the car to whatever elevator or place I'm going in, and I know that right. <laughs> I just keep walking, you know what I'm saying? And it's, especially if I have some dark glasses on or something like that, I'll answer and look them dead in the eye in a minute. What? So Gene's you know, So Gene is the one that's been smoking in the hotel. Gene is the yeah, one right. that did Every, it. If I can, you know, I'm I'm a blow. And I'm gonna tell you so the the funny thing is, just as many people I know are turned off about it. There's twice as many people that I could tell are like, oh, where can I get some of that? They say those snide things like, ooh, you smell that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Nummy, nummy. Yeah, I'm nummy, nummy. Nummy, nummy. Nummy, nummy. I always like, listen, I like when the day ends. I, I was so premature here. I just had to, you know, and then my thoughts just went, woo. I'll be sharper in about an hour. Or maybe I won't. Uh, no, yeah. Or maybe you won't. <laughs> time for another hit. Yeah, exactly, man. Just go focus on that poster of Brittany you got in there. 
Grindr. that post, Brittany Griner. Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about yeah, Griner. Well, listen, man. We need to. Well, Britney Spears is of age now. You can, you can, you can ogle her poster now. It was inappropriate when she was 16 years old, and everybody they tried to turn into a sex pod. Oh yeah, that was wrong. You can ogle her poster if you want to. You don't even have to ogle a poster. All they do is go on her Instagram. She's putting up nudes with little hearts on her stuff all the time. She's yeah. Well, time gets everybody. But and that's why she's mad. Got their own flavor. Hey, her, her daddy did her dirty. They did her dirty, and her sister. That just tells you, it's like, that's the dynamic of the family. You got the daughter, the other one, the younger daughter, who was kind of cute, kind of looked like her. She goes and pops out a baby. Huh? But far less talented. Far less talented. She ends up on teen and pregnant. You know what I'm saying? 17 and pregnant, and everything has the baby. And basically works with her dad to make sure that the money comes in. It just shows you they are a dysfunctional family just like anyone else. They're just as dysfunctional as anyone else. For her to only be worth something like a single digit digits at this point in time, her estate is like still like less than a hundred million dollars. Like, how does that happen? How many people were fucking eating off of her? Like, holy shit! Oh yeah, because she should. Yeah, she should be Mariah status. Whitney easily, status. easily. All that Mariah's, way. Mariah's in a class all by yeah. herself. She should have at least that Christmas song. That Christmas song Mariah did, Mariah makes somewhere in the neighborhood yeah. of fifty to sixty-five million dollars a year on that one song. Holla! I should have stopped playing that. Song. I should have stopped playing that scrimmage at Harbor Fields and ran out in the hallway. Hey, 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 hey! hey, hey, hey. You're gonna be a great singer. Holla at me one day. But I did not yeah. do that. And said we were just hollering at uh, what's her name? Who was it? The chicks right. at, at, at uh, Harbor Fields, the something or other. Uh, nah, that wasn't that wasn't Harbor Fields, was it Harbor? Were they at Huntington or Harbor Fields? Yeah, you know what? We're gonna, you know what? Nah, we're not gonna go there, Rob. Nah, we're not gonna go there, Rob. We're not. Listen, listen. Turn off the lights. The counter there. I'm gonna turn off the lights and everybody get busy. Listen, we're just gonna we're gonna leave past. We're gonna leave the past in the past here. As you can tell, Rob was always traveling even before he started traveling. It's going all around, but Brittany Griner, yeah, they need to bring that girl home, get her out of there. I think they I extended she's her, in a sorority. I, her I, arrest I mean, until May something or other. Two days. She you has a what, hearing though, on the nineteenth. There's enough of a current going where she's getting some attention, but they just haven't. The current isn't pushing it to. Uh, it's all about numbers, man. People start sharing the shit a lot. And what's one of the most talked about ones that people start tweeting about it? That's when the major networks will pick it up and, and, and run with it as long. I mean, they're going to dance whatever tune the public is playing just to pacify everybody. That's it. The media is a human, the biggest pacifier we have. I have to seriously, I have to seriously think and believe that the people that are close to her have asked people not to mention it. And not to bring it up so Why? much. I know, I know her mom and well, said that. Because it puts her more in danger. They feel like if it continues to be a low-key thing, she has a better chance of coming home. As opposed yeah, to... Yeah, they, they, they got some bad advisors. But well, because they, 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 I'd be worried about they, my daughter's life. But they also believe that if it becomes... Like right now, so they grabbed her and it wasn't a big splash. But if say, let's just say she became... It becomes a thing. Now there's now the value it's of her increases thing. and the... 
How many weeks she's in jail for? It's a thing. Well, how many weeks did it take us to find out that she was in jail? Yeah. And we were, yeah, that's, it it was like two or three weeks. It's a thing right now. Yeah. If they held her more than a couple weeks over what they would hold one of their citizens for and everything else, they've already made it a thing. But the family is already not saying anything. Go ahead, Ray. But they, but it, the more attention that their, their belief is, and some people would believe that the more attention you put on it, the greater value you put on it. So now, oh, oh, you feel this way about this person. Well, this is what, let us show you what we could do to this person if we feel like it. This is all about proving their power. This is all about showing their disdain for the American way of life and making sure that we stay out of the issue in Ukraine. I am seriously worried for her safety, though, honestly speaking, because she's in there, she's in that, she's in jail, okay? And she's not in American jail. They can do anything they want to her. And with Putin's hatred of that community and everything, I could see. Yeah, I won't even. It depends. Does he like basketball? <laughs> he's he's five foot three. He probably he hates basketball players. He hates basketball players. Like basketball, if they could pay if they could pay him that. If he could, I don't do- think anything's. I think all she has to do is pull them in a the room and say, "Listen, don't record this conversation," and they just say, "Look, I'm black in America." Okay, you won't get a lot of patriotism out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be you that. You have no leverage with me. They don't give a shit about me. You know what I'm saying? What can I do for you that won't completely mess me up in my country? Right. <laughs> Just go ahead and go double agent right off the rim. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany become a spy. And the last thing I want to cover here, because we're pretty much over our time, but we got a couple more minutes. We're just going to cover one last thing, and this is black on black crime. We're going to talk about Kanye West versus Trevor Noah. Kanye came or out. DL Hughley. Yeah, or DL. Well, we're going to leave DL out of it because, like, DL said what he said. He handled he handled this shit like a man. I'm going to give him his respect and just like, yo, you got you. But I like the way that Trevor Noah came back at Kanye West today. He was like, listen, I grew up as a fan. I love your music. Your music made me do X, Y, Z. It gave me courage. It gave me strength. And I love you as an artist. And I love you. I think your behavior is troubling. And I want you to do better. And everything. And as far as you calling me a, calling me a coon and everything, X, Y, and Z, I've been, at, I've been out here. Did he and call him a coon or a culfer? No, he he called him a he called him a coon. Oh, he called him a coon, yeah. but oh, like that, you that know, that's the word. That's what they call. It. That's the race. That, yeah, I don't, I don't that's. Don't they call that an epithet instead of a. Well, here's here's well, the thing. As far as like Kanye is concerned, when he calls somebody a coon, I always thought about what my mama said: is that whenever somebody calls you a name, consider the source. That's the first thing you do is consider the source, and that takes a lot of sting out of it because one of these trashy. White people calling me the N-word. Motherfucker, you can't hold my jockstrap on any day. And I mean, you literally can't hold my jockstrap. But I'm saying, you can't, you ain't fucking, you not that thorough. You don't matter. You don't matter that much. Now I know what you think. Now you have to sleep with one eye open because I'm aware of you. But that ain't no scary or disappointing thing. I don't need your validation. And I think Trevor Noah's response was like kind of masterful. Because he wasn't trying to be masterful. He was just being honest. He was talking to one of his favorite artists who had inspired him in the past. And he told him, like, look, you know what I'm saying? 
You fucked up right now. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. What do you think? Y'all see that? Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm telling you, I, I, I listen to Kanye and this and that, and I, I understand his frustration. Not on his level, not having the resources he has and everything else. I wouldn't go about it the same way. Uh, but, you know, I don't think that, uh, yeah, so, you know, he's never been married before. We don't know what this does to his psyche and everything else. And I'm going to tell you, there is fears with kids. You, we, If you... If you want to be part of your kid's life and you get separated, I know this from experience, and they have primary custody, there you feel out of control he, as a parent. Like, you you have very little control over the influence you want to have over your kid because, you know, it's a bad situation anyway. You just don't trust anymore that this person – it's go. You, you, you trust that you think that they're going to make a product that you wouldn't have made had you been in it. I understand that, and I understand that'll drive a man batty, especially if you grew up understanding that there are high expectations of you as a man to your child uh, that are different from the expectations that you saw as a woman to to a child. And so, you know that, and uh, he doesn't know how properly. I mean, he's like. All of, he's like me. I mean, you know, when it comes to father figures and stuff, you got this from that person, this from that person, but they're just, it wasn't mom and dad. You know, the, for me, it wasn't mom and dad raising me all the way up, like until, you know, they both attended graduation. It's, nah, they was done when I was two. I can kind you of, see what I'm saying? yeah, I can kind of associate with Kanye's, what he's feeling, but I can't, I can't really, I can't associate with his actions. And I'm going to tell you why, like, I've been through that situation like personally and there was a lot, there were a lot of things that were said, but for me personally, all I really wanted was custody. I really just wanted to see my kids. I wanted to be active in their lives and everything. The rest of that, the relationship, the chick, like, you know, when you're done with the, when you and a, when you and your, your spouse are over, sometimes you split up and there's that thing where you want to get back together and then, other times there's that thing where it's like, nah, I, don't, I wish I would never see this person again in my life. But then you still got to deal with the consequences of that. And I was on, I was more on the level of like, look, let's try to make the best out of this. And she went nuclear. So it's like for me and everything, that whole having that affection withheld and that attention withheld, that I can associate with that. But Kanye, is not, he's not going through any of that. He's not going through any of that. He's had his visitation. He lives across the street. You know, now his thing is that it's just about dating. It's about who you're dating and all this other stuff. But when they're done, they're done. You know, when you're done, you're done. So it's like, I don't understand. Like, I, I, I never did understand. I don't get it. I don't get the whole thing. Oh, I do. He's, well, I can see. I don't condone. I think he's playing himself because he's more powerful than that. He, he obviously suffers from low self-esteem, you know, which everybody does to some degree. But he probably is – he is not – he's not uh, – he's not happy with himself or in love with himself enough that the next person 
doesn't affect that or doesn't matter and stuff. So with that said, I can imagine being in that much control, that much money, control over, you know, your your product, so to speak, control, you know, to the point where, you know, you you're ramped up to to the B word and then uh, con- and then maybe the control that she gave him or the perception of control that she gave him for whatever period of time until that wasn't the case anymore. And that's exactly you know, what so, it is. That yo, so, hold on a second. Yeah. I got to give you that perception of control because that's exactly what that ass is up in the air saying, "Do me, daddy. Take it any way you want." Blah, say blah. It's more than it's that. that thought pro- it's nah, but brand. that's what. But for some it's men, pedigree. But for some yeah. men, yeah. Though that whole laying down, that submission part of it, and everything, that's the part that the woman plays to perfection. That per- submission, like this is all you, this is all about you, and this and that and this. But her history would tell you something different. And he's not honest with himself. Right. But he should have, he should have, like, I understand his feelings, but he should have known. He's a broken dude. I mean, obviously he has some issues with mental illness, but he is also the product of a home where he didn't have, you know, father influence. Like he's doing all this, like, I don't, like, I don't like the way he's going about this. And I also don't, I believe that it's about control. Because I mean, if he if this was really all about his kids, whatever, they broke up first couple of weeks. He was down in Miami with this one actress chick. Then they break up. Now he's in New York with this other actress chick. Yo, if he was really about your kids, your ass would have been across the street. Your ass would have been in the neighborhood taking to school, that, whatever. What, and what then Kim could realize. go do whatever. And then Kim could do, do whatever she wants. She gonna go, yo, you gonna be with Skeet? Good. Let me hold the kids while you in New York with Skeet. Or you over here and. He could have he could have run his game. He could have gone and just been a dad. Mm-hmm. But instead, he wanted to go and be a celebrity. Why? One mental illness. Two, the need for affection from people who he has no idea about. Like, why are you attacking Trevor Noah? Like, what? Trevor Noah responded in a very intelligent and emotionally intelligent way. Like, Trevor Noah responded with love. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's... right. Why do you? Why? Why are you even tuned in? Why are you so low on yourself that you have to be? Good Lord, are you kidding me, man? You need to take your mind back to when you were 14 years old and you just got started in dreaming and this and that. And and, and put yourself back there so that you can understand where you're at now. And maybe even appreciate it to the point where, look, man, you a boss, man. Are you kidding me? Uh, and here's the thing that you really have to grow to learn one day. You are not your kid's savior. Mm. Your kids, you know what I'm saying? Kids become great because maybe parents did a great job of facilitating whatever talent or abilities they have or capabilities and stuff like that and everything else. But parents who, I mean, but if it's a goalie mentality, well, I'm just stopping shit from happening and I'm here for safety. And this, it ain't never going to work. You ain't in control of shit. No, no. You don't. You, know you don't. <laughs> you can. Inc- you can control. That is Carlton on the new Fresh Prince. You can. You can control. You can control the environment, but you can't control the outcome, and you can't control the choices that people make, that an individual makes. That is all completely and totally up to your child. 
You know, so it's like, if it's about, it's not really about, see, he still has this idea that he wants to be a husband, he wants to be in love and all that, but that's not what the card, that's not what Kim is looking for. Kim got what she wanted out of you. She got those two kids. He wants someone Amish. He wants an Amish woman. He wanted Kim to Four turn kids. to Amish. How many kids do they have? I heard him say yeah. on an interview one day or quoted or something about, I'm going to paraphrase that after a while, the, 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 what do you call that when the exposure, the, the the curves, this, that, being accented with every outfit and everything else, the cleavage and this and that was kind of old to him or something. Like, he wanted to get past that and everything else. And when I read that, this was, a, I guess, a few years back or this and that, I was like, oh, man, you're in trouble, bro. Yeah, man. You're in trouble if you, you know, you, you, you. He's you talking three-fourths of cloth. He's what, talking three-fourths of cloth. That ain't happening. And what you what you used to tell her, what, what you loved about it, this and that. Now you want to co- cover it up and this and that. Now nah, you're in trouble, bro. Yeah. I see what this is. This is control. I sometimes, man. I, I'm, I I will say this about my own test, my 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 marriage. Now, my wife, we've been married 17 years, and she dressed what I considered to be a little risque when we first, you know. Uh, uh, she hasn't changed, but I've changed, so I don't consider it risque anymore. I th- she's beautiful. That's her body. Somebody disrespected. I'm there with these hands. But it was because of me and, and my inadequacies that I even had a feeling about it and this and that because it wasn't dis- distasteful or anything. You know what I'm saying? But I knew niggas was going to be looking. You know, and, and that's on me, though. That's yeah, but isn't that, like, isn't that concept you know? ridiculous, though? Like, I, yeah, I, I it see is. that all the time. Like, yeah. one of my favorite pranks on the street is you'd be walking down the street and you'll see some hot chick walk by, and everybody's like, whoa. And then dude, there's some dude to be walking by and go, yo, why are you looking at my woman? And he just starts mm. like, but he's just like, at the right. moment, like, <laughs> right. But, like, they're looking at her for the same reason you did. You look right, exactly right, you right, know? right. That's exactly it. Because there's something that you're attracted to about it, so you can't be tight about it. That but, dude could have had anybody, and he chose somebody that was already on videotapes, well, I mean, already had a reputation. He said he loved him because of it. He was a fan of it. He had a copy. He had a copy. Yeah. He was a fan so of then, it. So then what he needs to admit to the world is, look, I've changed into something else, and uh, and it does not work well with this or whatever, and, and, but that is perfectly all right this and so on and so you you ain't gonna do no, boy that's not gonna work he wants his way want. it's not gonna work Here's he wants his way you're gonna they're, mess they're up both trapped in the system like both of them yeah are trapped in the system like both of them yeah. on their own have made enough money that they wanted to they could live off the interest for the rest of their lives they could sit down and be the parents the husbands the wives whatever that they really that they claim that they want to be Mm, you know, they, right. could, they could be the people that they claim they would like to be. Mm, you got that. Right. You just got to stop chasing money all down the street. You got to stop, stop chasing fame down the street. Right. It's like the Jesus point, thing. When too. is it enough? There, it's the Jesus thing too. He's into. I the, think all that is all wrapped up in, in, in same ball. Like I want, you know, he's giving these Sunday services and this and that. I've never seen the toe dipping like him and Mace do. You know, on both sides and this and that and everything else. But I guess they're like, look, fuck it. We're going to make this religion what we want it to be. Not what the fuck y'all told us it was, you know? <laughs> I, I think all that has to do with how why he changed. It comes oh, down. Oh, Mace, is, Mace is still recovering from Puffy. 
from pop. Yo, yo, he's in Atlanta, man. I know a dude like uh my my stepchildrens, their father, their, ch- their father does shit for him in the church and everything else. And I've been invited for years, but I was like, man. Oh, you talking about me? I don't want me up in there. You yeah, talking about me? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's a, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean the whole. <laughs> yeah, I mean no, it is. It. Yeah, it's like look, like listen, like we know too, we know too much about this stuff, and it's like, and it's like it's too. Where where the people are too invested in what ha- what's happening with Puff and Mace from like you know like years ago, and Mace is coming out, and I I, I know what you're talking about because now I just remembered. Oh yeah, I heard that track, and everything. So, but nobody really cares except for you two. Like, honestly, at the end of the day, and the people around, it's all, all the stuff is all ego-driven and everything. And it yeah. seems like if you don't have a big ego in the black community, you might not go so far. The days of just doing your job and doing your thing, the whole thing is that like you got to constantly be on, constantly be on, constantly be on, be on Instagram, be on Twitter, be on TikTok. Be on this. Be everywhere you need to be at this point in time, so that way you can get people to t- pay attention to you. But that that forget about the. I'm not even talking about the message because, like you said, Rob, you can make a choice at any point in time. Just be like, "Fuck it, I ain't doing this shit no more." I got enough money. I sometimes I feel like that when I when I get like you know, I, I won't even say what amount because, like, like I said, nobody's ever going to use this against me. But you know when I get to a when I get to a certain point, I'm sometimes I'm like, hmm, you know, and it ain't nowhere near billions, so I don't. I, a lot. Sometimes when my bills is paid, I'm telling everybody, "Fuck you." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, that fuck you money, fuck you money is hard to define. Fuck you money is hard to define. Like, like somebody had to post up a Kevin Durant, and they said like, yo, he, he needs a haircut, and I'm like, yo. That's what. That's exactly the definition of fuck you money. He don't need a haircut. Right. He need to hit that. He that's need to ra- hit those jumpers. That's some racist shit. But they, they you yeah. know, that's some that's some racist shit. They just don't. The the underlining is look. His hair is not acceptable. His hair is more important than his money. But I and like you know and I, and and you're right. That is some racist shit. Because somebody when I said that about Ryan Coogler, somebody came back at me and was like, "Yo, he he should have been dressed this, and that, and this." I was like, "Yo, either you don't know any rich people, you don't have money, or you don't know anybody who has money. Because if you did, you would know. Motherfuckers don't put on three piece suits and everything to go to the bank and take out twelve thousand dollars. That's nineteen sixties." And the Rat Pack type shit. That's what you're talking about. Today, motherfuckers is in like sandals. This is not. This is not even a race thing. Motherfuckers is in sandals, t-shirts, joggers, dockers, joggers, walking in and everything, doing their stuff and going out. Oakley's on. You know, that's what. That's today. So it's like you even trying to say that's racism. You trying to say that the standard why he gets stopped is because he's dressed like. Every other motherfucker that's got money coming to get twelve thousand dollars out the bank. Who's indoctrinated? That's somebody who's indoctrinated. Yeah, it's like it's up in the system. If I was a teller, only thing I'd be wondering is what's that balance look like? You know, (laughs) I don't even be wondering, (laughs) trying to figure out whether or not somebody's here to rob the bank. Right, gives a shit. 
I want like, you know, like, to be curious about something. I want like, to know how do I get a how do I get a role as an extra? Like, yeah, I'm like, yo, brother, how do I get down? I'm still I'm still disappointed on about that black on black crime that was that was perpetrated on Ryan Coogler. I'm still I'm very disappointed in that. I think that they could have done better. All those black people. It's like, why are we even talking about this on the Internet? It's so embarrassing. That is that is what. Listen, don't tell me about motherfuckers in Chicago trying to rob and steal motherfuckers because they hungry because they need something to eat. They ain't got a place to sleep. They're not, you know, don't tell me about them motherfuckers. That's an educated woman. At least she at least got a high school diploma because she's working at a bank as a teller and everything. Black woman. Those are black police officers that have either served in the military, at least have community college degrees, at least at the very least, at the very least, answering to the bank. And okay. y'all are the motherfuckers that are like, you're the ones that are going after the man who made Wakanda. I'm very upset about that. Y'all are some educated. You're supposed to be. That is actual black on black crime. His name. I wouldn't have known he made Wakanda unless you told me. Well, that's a, like I, I, I would have like I couldn't pick him. I couldn't pick him out of a police lineup. But no, but I couldn't. Yeah. Line if, if, I, if I was behind, if I was if I was the bank teller and I saw Ryan Coogler taking out twelve thousand dollars, I'd have definitely been doing like this. I'd definitely been going. Is that right? Is that, is that right. Could be. But I didn't even know the name. Right. Like, well, I didn't make it a point. Well, to, you know, let me be I honest. Didn't know the name. Neither did I. Okay, neither did I. I made a big episode about it a couple of shows ago. But honestly, neither did I. I didn't know what his name was. It didn't matter. But the whole point is, though, I've worked in banks before. I never worked as a teller. But I know what the protocol is. You look down. You look up. You see who the motherfucker is. It's very easy to find out who it is. It's very easy to see their activity in that bank. It's like, you know. He he didn't do anything untoward. Nothing. Nothing. Google Nothing. So that to me is more embarrassing than somebody who just don't know better doing some shit. If you know better and you do the shit, that's what makes Kanye's situation bad because he knows better. He should, like like you said, Gene, well, maybe he didn't have the guidance of a father or whatever, but before he lost his mind and he lost his mom a little bit, that took a little bit out of him. I'm sure his mother told him something about how to treat a woman, any woman. And I just hope Yo. that I don't I don't want to knock Kanye, you know what I'm saying? But I just hope he just gets I just hope he does better because we're all he flawed. Get, he gets he gets one attaboy from me, a big attaboy, same type of attaboy that I give Le, to LeBron for the same reason. Yo, that dude got thirty million from Netflix for that damn documentary. Mm. It, it, and Kanye didn't get the thirty million. Scooby, what's his name? Hooky, Dookie, Snooky, or something. I don't know. I mean, you know, Cootie, Cootie, yeah, Cootie. Is it Cootie? Yeah, Yeah, Cootie. Thirty million, and uh, and that had to be, and 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 that was due to Kanye participating in that. Just like you know, Rich Paul, you know, I I appreciate stuff like that, and that's a big one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, and if he has a list of other stuff like that. That's what he should be putting out on social media. Yeah, Kanye. You know, like, you know, Kanye do crazy shit, but I'm not throwing Kanye away because, like, he's, he, yeah. you know, what he does, he does a lot of stuff. I'm never, I've, I've decided, I made a decision on Kanye. I know he's gonna do some shit that pisses me off for the rest of his life every now and then, and I'm just not gonna throw him away. 
Because at the end of the day, he always seems to do the right thing. He's just his type of dude. As long as he don't, he's just his type of dude, man. But he need to chill out with that shit because you, know, you got to set an example. And you black people in Atlanta, you know, taking motherfuckers out for taking $12,000, that could have been me. So it's like, I, I don't like that shit. It's always worse than it could, when it could have been you. And it was me. Well, how can you, how can you hate somebody that developed your mantra for you? What? Born in trouble? You're losing your hide and smoke again. <laughs> Yo, we done went well over. Born in trouble. Third episode. We're going to definitely have to do some editing to break this one down. Some of this conversation isn't going to make it, but listen, fellas, thanks for showing up. From the, from the A, Mr. Dub K, Gene Hopkins. And salutations. And salutations from Greater Florida, the Panhandle, home of Gator Meat, Mr. Robert Brooks. Not, not the Panhandle, but yeah, there will be some Gators tomorrow. I'm sure I'll see some Gators in my in my travels tomorrow. Eat it to him. Stay away from yeah, them Gators. Stay away from them Gators and them Hurricanes, because the Crimson Tide's coming yeah. to wash them all down. Born in Trouble, third episode. The Crimson Tide, really? That's right. That's right. I just had a flashback. That's my one Crimson Time moment. I've actually been a fan before all these bandwagon motherfuckers came up here. So if you're cheering because you became a fan after 2000, fuck you too. Peace, born in trouble. Walter Lewis fan. What's the room again? Uh, 1240, down at the end. Ooh, what's that? Sammy, don't touch that. That's someone's old food. Here we are. Do you have the key? You have both of ours. Oh, right. Not working. Rub it. Come on. Try flipping it over. Seriously. Why can't we go inside? Give me yours. You have mine. All right. What? Please, if you Dad, could just... why aren't you opening the door? Can everyone just shut the... Don't go there. Go on a real vacation. Go RVing. Learn more at GoRVing.com. When so much of life is about the big moments, it's the details in the all-new 2022 Grand Wagoneer that makes the small moments truly special. Take joy in American premium design with available walnut trims and technology, like the available 23-speaker Macintosh reference entertainment system. And with seating for up to eight, no detail is overlooked. Because it's the details that make every journey grand. The Grand Wagoneer. Grand Adventures return. Wagoneer is a registered trademark of SCA US LLC.